What's shaking Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to live your life purpose profitably. To drop these value bombs, I brought John Sterlecki on the mic. He is an adventure traveler and entrepreneur. His number one best-selling books have sold more than 6 million copies worldwide and have been translated into over 42 languages. In today, Fire Nation, we'll be talking about how you can get paid to not work, how to discover your purpose, where purpose and profitability actually intersect, who are your who's, it'll make sense when we get to it, Fire Nation, and so much more when we get back from thinking out our sponsors. Ready to launch and sell your online course? Then you need to tune in for Amplify 2021 with Thinkific. This free jam-packed event produced by our friends at Thinkific will bring together 20-plus international course creation experts to share their behind-the-scenes tips and strategies to get you on the fast track to launching a course that will sell. Visit thinkific.com slash amplify to RSVP today. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash amplify. We're all looking for new ways to stay active from home these days, and Fight Camp can help. Fight Camp brings the boxing gym right to your home with a mix of cardio and conditioning for a full body workout. Visit joinfightcamp.com slash fire to get free shipping on your new gym today. That's joinfightcamp.com slash fire. John, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hello, Fire Nation. Uh, it's something people don't know. I'll give you two, actually. First one is that I am really good at free diving for lobsters. Whoa. Uh, and the second one is that my dream when I was in my twenties was to make it as a professional beach volleyball player. And I got pretty darn close. Two very fun facts. Now I have to ask being from Maine where all the best lobsters are, of course, have you ever done any diving for lobsters in Maine? Yeah. So the, the thing for me with free diving for anything is that it has to be in water so warm. It feels like a bathtub. So no, I have not done that in Maine. So that is my next thing is that I actually live in obviously Puerto Rico now and down here in Palmas del Mar, we actually have some lobster ticklers, people that actually go underwater and they tickle the lobster out from their rock crevices. And I've seen people pull out like four to five of these huge Caribbean lobsters at a time. So definitely cool stuff down here as well. Anything down here in the Caribbean you've dived? Yeah. So I, I love doing it in the Caribbean. As a matter of fact, down in the Keys is fantastic and, and the islands are fantastic as well. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's an awesome, I'm an adventurer at heart. And so it's just an awesome experience to be free diving uh, down to the bottom. You have to know your limits. You have to push your limits appropriately. And then I catch them and let them go. So it, uh, it sort of ticks a whole lot of boxes for me. Mm. Well, I wish that you could catch them, take the tail. They could still thrive without that and maybe grow another one and then let them go because that lobster <laughs> tail, man, I just, I love it. Being from Maine is something I grew up with and it's absolutely spectacular. But Fire Nation, say we're here to talk about how you can live your life purpose profitably. And we're talking to somebody who's sold more than 6 million copies of his books. This has been translated over to 42 different languages, a true success story. And I want to just dive right in because this thing really struck me when I was kind of going over the things I wanted to talk to you about. But you actually claim there's a way you can get paid to not work. What does that even mean? Yeah, absolutely, John. You know, in my opinion, as an entrepreneur, that's the nirvana position. 
Uh, I have a daughter. She's 13. She's traveled the world with me from the time she was little. She's hung out with me doing book signings and press and media. And from the time that she was really young, I have always shared with her that a great job is a job that you love. And I love what I do. I love creating stories which help people live extraordinary lives. I also shared with her that a really great job is a job that you love and you make money while you sleep. And I would let her know that, you know, when we go to bed tonight, people are going to be buying books and we don't have to be the one at the cash register ringing them up. And I, I shared that with her because I wanted her to understand that this idea of getting paid for not working is 100% possible. And from my perspective as an entrepreneur, and I've been an entrepreneur since I was 12, there has never been a better time in human history for this, where you can access technology and accessibility and the ability to take your ideas and make them available to the world 24 by 7. Like This is truly unprecedented where we sit right now. So a lot of people would refer to what you're talking about as some form of passive income, but Fire Nation knows this, you know this. I mean, you don't just get to passive income by snapping your fingers. I mean, it takes a lot of pre-work, it takes a lot of hard work, it takes a lot of due diligence, talks a, it really takes a lot of finding your purpose, which is what we're, we're going to be talking about next. But before we move forward into that, like besides you know being able to know that there's cash registers ringing up the sales of your books while you're sleeping, what are some other ways that you've found that you can actually get paid to not work? Yeah. So this idea that you can take your passion uh, and doing something in alignment with your purpose and getting paid for it, uh, you know, there's sort of that standard expression, do something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And that's really the essence of it is saying to yourself, well, what would I like to spend my time on? And therefore, who's already doing that? And if I'm not there yet, what path did they take to get to that? And can I imitate it to get to that point as well? And then there's this aspect of the passive part. So am I, am I lending my uh, intellectual capital, my creativity towards something where it's always a trading minutes for dollars? Or can I get creative and find a way so that whatever I'm contributing, it can be done in a way that yeah, you're getting paid to not work. You're, you're off doing other things. You're hanging out with family in Maine or free diving lobsters in the Caribbean. And at the same time that that's going on, um, people are saying yes to whatever you've created because they really enjoy it. So the key focus here at Fire Nation is working is typically doing stuff that you kind of have to do that you might not really want to do that you get up in the morning, you commute, you sit down, somebody tells you what to do. You have to do it to get that paycheck, to get that salary. That's work. Like that's the traditional understanding of work. But what if you could just wake up and do what you wanted to do every single day? Well, you wouldn't call that work, of course, because you're doing what you want to do that's what happens when you do discover your purpose. And that's what I want to move into now, John. How can Fire Nation sit down and discover their purpose? I think over time, this idea of discovering your purpose has almost taken on mythical characteristics for some people. So, uh, so much so that they're, you know, they're waiting for the booming voice that calls to them from the sky and announces their jet, their destiny, right? Uh, John Lee Dumas, <laughs> you shall be a podcaster. Uh, but it's like, that's, that's not really the way it works for most people. So let me give three specific tips. Okay. Um, if you're in that position of, listen, I'm trying to figure this out. What is my purpose? So uh, number one would be look out at the world and the people in it and ask yourself, who do you admire? And what is it about those people that's admirable in your eyes? 
Uh, a second piece would be think about your all-time favorite movies. What are the roles of the main characters? Are they entrepreneurs? Are they adventurers? Are they statesmen? Are they philanthropists? Are they business icons? And lastly, think about the books you loved as a kid. Who were the heroes in them? What things did they do? What attributes did they display? Those three little mini exercises alone will tell you a ton about who you are at your core and what your calling is. Um, tip number two, uh, in the book that I wrote, uh, which you, you referenced earlier, it's called The Cafe on the Edge of the World. A guy walks into a little cafe in the middle of nowhere and he's lost. He's trying to figure out if there isn't more to life than the typical day in, day out. And that was me, really. Uh, and what he finds on the cafe menu are three questions. And the first one is, why are you here? And when we ask that question of ourselves, why am I here? And I mean, like really ask it with intention. Why am I here? It is amazing what we learn, John. Uh, because here's the thing, statistically speaking, the average life is about 28,900 days. Mm. Uh, hopefully it's more, sometimes it's less, but on average about 28,900 days. And if you really want to motivate yourself, take your age, multiply by 365, subtract from 28,900. And that's statistically about how many days you have left on the planet. Ouch. I'm probably more than halfway there. Scary thought. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And so the question is, what are we going to do with our days? And the answer to that really depends on that question. Why am I here? And so allowing ourselves to reflect on that single question produces a ton of insights. Um, the third tip I would say is sometimes people just know. Uh, maybe you've encountered people like this through the course of your life. I've met some as well where they just feel called for something. They've known since they were five. I want to be a doctor or a veterinarian or a farmer or something. And this is uh, somewhere between... 20, 25% of the population in my experience, where they, they just feel called to that. This was not me. I didn't have something like that. So I'd say for the rest of us, you pick something you think is right, you try it on, and you go from there. Uh, you know, when I look at your show, and I love uh, the interviews you do and the way that you conduct an interview and the type of guests that you invite, and I would guess, and validate this for me if you would, but I would guess that at some point you picked and you said, I'm going to start a podcast and help entrepreneurs be successful because I love helping people or maybe you love getting to know their stories or you love the interviewing process, but something like that. And so now here you are. Uh, so my tip would be be fearless and try new things. And through that process, narrow down where you want to spend your days. Validated all of those reasons for sure. And, you know, for me, I just knew that this was the type of content and conversations I needed. And I knew if I needed it, other people did too. Other people needed to hear that content, to hear those conversations. So Fire Nation, going back over some of the things that John talked about, number one, look out in the world. Ask yourself, who do you admire and why? It's a powerful thing to do if you haven't. I know a lot of you have heard of that before, but have you actually done that? The next two things, I don't think you really have heard because I haven't, and I think they're fascinating ways to look at this. Your all-time favorite movies, who are the main characters? What are their roles? Think about that. Who are your heroes in your favorite books? Think about that. Have you ever sat down and thought about those two things and how it might apply to your actual life, not just for entertainment, but for practical life purposes? Think about that. And then going through, why are you here? Just ask yourself that question because as I just shared, I guarantee if I did that math equation that John's talking about, I'm more than halfway to the end of those days, period. It's just, it's just the reality. In Fire Nation, some people 
feel called. But for other people, you just try on different things and you go from there. You need to be fearless trying these things on, knowing that some of them aren't going to fit, some of them aren't going to work, and then you move forward from there. Now, we talked about purpose, and I want to keep talking about that because it's the major theme of this interview today. But let's also talk about profitability because a lot of people have purpose, you know, all the way up to their eyeballs, but they can't make a dime. And so they have to veer away from their purpose because they've got to buy food. They've got to pay mortgages. They've got to take care of their family. They've got to live. So where do purpose and profitability intersect, John? The more you're living your purpose, uh, the more authentic you are, the more people are drawn to you or what you've created. And if part of your life adventure is to add money to that equation, then the more they're drawn to you or to what you've created, the easier it is to do well financially. Uh, if you look at any major brand, Disney, Nike, Marvel, if you look at the most successful podcasters and YouTubers, they have a clearly defined purpose. Um, and people love what they create that fulfills that purpose. And therefore, those those folks and those companies are hugely profitable because of that. Um, I'll give you a personal example. I, I recently closed a movie deal for the book I mentioned earlier, The Cafe on the Edge of the World. And the film people were interested for a number of reasons. They knew that the book had won bestseller of the year for five straight years in Europe. So they knew it had a big following. And you and I talked offline about the importance of a following uh, when, you're, when you're doing these kind of things. Um, they could see from the reviews that people were really connected and passionate about the story. But I will tell you the single greatest reason I think that we closed the deal is because the producers came to an event that I was invited to be a part of. And they saw fans waiting for three hours to get a book signed. Wow. And it wasn't that they wanted a signature. What what they wanted was the chance to tell their story. Um, and so these producers heard the people telling their stories about what the book meant to them and the way it changed their life. And the producers said, we want to be a part of that. And the film studio people said, we want to be a part of that. And that to me is the great place for all of us to get to as entrepreneurs where we're doing our thing. We're letting our genius into the world because we all have genius. We, we all have something special to offer. And as we let our genius into the world, other people say, hey, I have an idea how your genius and my genius can connect to create something super amazing. And because societally, we don't barter chickens for bags of rice anymore. Um, if that connection does end up being super amazing for people, the people are going to say thank you. And the way they're going to say thank you is by giving you money. And let me share one final thought about that because yeah. it's something I personally did not embrace fast enough. Um, when, when that book, The Cafe on the Edge of the World, started to get popular, I started to get asked to speak. And I really fought it, John, because I felt like, listen, I'm just me. I'm a shorts and a t-shirt kind of guy who likes to backpack the world for a year at a time. I free dive for lobsters. Who am I to stand on a stage and talk about anything? But here's the thing that I've learned over time. The question for all of us is not who am I to? The question is who am I not to? Um, because we have all got something to share or we wouldn't be here. Question for you, John. Do you know who's going to play the main character in that movie? <laughs> I do not know yet. Um, the casting discussion is one of the most fun aspects of a movie. I will totally <laughs> tell you that. Uh, and there's been some really fun names tossed around. So I hope in truth, one of them gets it. But uh, no, I don't know yet. Okay. Just between you and me, nobody else is listening. Who would be your <laughs> dream character to play that role? Yeah. So my dream character to play the role, there's, so there's a main character called Mike, who is just, just like 
He's a guy's guy. He's a lady's guy. He's just the kind of person that you aspire to be. He's got his stuff together. Um, and I, I think Matthew McConaughey would be like the perfect <laughs> dude to play that part. So if I had my dream pick and I could pick up the phone and call him today and say, Hey, you know, Matthew, any chance you'd be interested? Like that would be the guy I'd call. You know, he's actually making his media rounds right now. He's going on a lot of podcasts for his new book. I think it's called the green light, something along those lines. So, um, you might be able to uh, launch a podcast real quick and uh, get him on and ask him the question on air. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we're tracking with him actually. And uh, there's different categories on Amazon a bestseller list. And so one of the ones that we're routinely on is insp- inspirational content or motivational content. I can't remember which one. And so he's number one because, like you said, he's been doing the rounds. And I think we're number six. So maybe he's looking at it and seeing it and it's like, who the heck is this guy? And uh, you never know. Well, after this goes live, you'll bump him from the number one spot. Don't worry about it. Nice. Well, then he's going to be like, wait, who just <laughs> yeah, bumped exactly. us? You got to check out that guy. <laughs> Fire Nation, let me just uh, finish this part of the conversation by asking you this. Are you creating content that's inspiring people at the level that John is, that John talked about, where there's people waiting three hours to share their stories with him? Like, think about that. And if you're not, you're probably being too broad and vague. Like, you probably need to say, hey, how can I niche down into this specific pain point and create such an amazing solution for this pain point that people will be so passionate and so fired up by what I've done. They will be raving, raving fans. And Fire Nation, we have so much more coming up after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Ready to take your at-home workouts to the next level? Fight Camp can help. Fight Camp brings the boxing gym right to your home with a mix of cardio and conditioning for a full-body workout. Fight Camp comes with all the gear you need to box at home, including a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and their unique punch tracking sensors. They show you real-time progress and stats on any iOS device. And the Fight Camp app comes with over 600 workouts and tutorials with 12 new boxing and kickboxing workouts released every week. Fight Camp also offers financing so you can pay over 20 24 months and get your new gym now. Plus, Fight Camp offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just visit joinfightcamp.com slash fire. That's right. Give Fight Camp a try, and within 30 days, if you don't love it, send it back and get a refund. Fight Camp is a new way to work out at home, make a change, and join the community that teaches you the art of boxing while following the most intense workouts that are as quick as 15 minutes. To get free shipping on Fight Camp, visit joinfightcamp.com slash fire. That's joinfightcamp.com slash fire. Imagine you can learn everything you need to know about creating, launching, and selling an online course in just two days. Great news. Our friends at Thinkific are inviting you to kick off 2021 at their free online event, Amplify, where you can do just that. This jam-packed virtual summit will empower you to create, launch, and scale your first or next online course. Over the two days, you'll hear from me and the 20-plus other top course creation experts who have created transformational online courses that their students rave about. So if you're ready to create an online course to help you reach a wider audience, build revenue, and make a bigger impact, then Amplify 2021 is a must-attend event. Tune in from anywhere, even the comfort of your home, for interviews and real tactical workshops spanning everything from course creation to business strategy and marketing and growth. Sign up for free today at thinkific.com slash amplify. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash amplify. John, we're back and we've talked a lot about passion. We've talked a lot about purpose. We've talked a lot about profitability. What are the biggest purpose pitfalls and how can we, Fire Nation, avoid them? I'll give you three for that one too. And funny though, when you were 
when you were ending the last segment right before you, we went to thank the sponsors, something jumped in my mind. And so I want to throw this out there to listeners as well. In terms of creating that content that really does connect with people, uh, I would say look for clues. Look for the feedback moments when the universe conspires to assist you to tell you you are on the right track. And it reminded me of a story, and I didn't plan on sharing this in the interview, but I want to share it because if people are in that headspace or that creative space where they're trying to create something special. Uh, so I had uh, I had backpacked around the world for almost a year um, prior to writing the cafe on the edge of the world. And when I came back, I had it flow through me over the course of 21 days. It was a stream of conscious typing experience. I had never written anything of length before, had no master plan to be an author, any of that. And it really just flowed through me. And uh, I know that you're a traveler too, John. I, I know you've talked about traveling in India for four months at a time. And when you're doing these types of trips, really what you have to trust is your intuition because you're in places where you don't speak the language, you don't know the culture, you don't know the customs. And so you really have to trust your your intuition. And so I had just come off this year of backpacking around the world and on $40 a day and was really tapped into trusting my intuition. And so when my intuition said, sit down and type, I sat down and typed. And at the end of the 21 days, it looked like a book. It felt like a book. And I thought to myself, well, I'm going to see if I can get some publicity about this. And so I cold called the editor of a magazine and I said, uh, hey, my name is John Strzelecki and I've got this book coming out. I wonder if you guys would do a piece about it. And she was like, what? <laughs> Who are you? And uh, I, I kept on the conversation and finally I think I just wore her down and, and I said, and she said, well, send me the book. And I said, well, I, I actually don't have the book, but I'll send you a manuscript. And I, now looking back now, I realize just how completely clueless I was uh, because there's no way a magazine would ever run a piece about a manuscript. Like maybe it never gets turned into a book or whatever. Right. But anyway, so she just wore, I, I think I wore her down and she was like, all right, so send me the manuscript. So I, you know, I printed out my little inkjet printer and ran it for an hour and printed out this thing and sent it off to her. And I followed up a week later and, you know, I'm John Strzelecki and she didn't even know who I was, John. Like it was just falling on completely deaf ears. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, great. That was a waste of $25 for the, the cartridge, <laughs> uh, the ink cartridge. And, uh, but three days later I get a phone call from her and she said, uh, we need to meet. And I thought, well, that sounds kind of promising, right? So I sit down at a restaurant with her. She's sitting across the table from me. And again, I've never met this person. She's never met me. And the opening words that she says to me are, your book has changed my life. And she goes on to tell me this amazing story about her life. And she's crying and how there's something in the book and the questions in the book really touched her and connected her to her story. And honestly, John, I'm looking around the restaurant like, is this, am I, on, am I getting set up? Right. right? Because you know, I, I can totally see one of my buddies like doing this to me. And, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't at all. And this was a incredible clue and guiding moment from the universe to say, listen, you are on the right path. And so I would say to everybody out there who is looking to create that type of content, those types of moments with people is look for these clues. And when you get that moment of flow, like tap into that. Wow. Love that. Thanks for sharing that story. I know you weren't planning on it, but I love how you just went with where you were called to go. And let's dive into those three biggest purpose pitfalls. Yeah. Okay. So the first one, the first pitfall to avoid is thinking that you need to be the one in the water. Uh, if you have never heard of him, I encourage everyone listening to Google a guy named Martin Strell. He is a long distance swimmer, holds numerous world records, swam the Yellow River in China, the Mississippi in the US. And eventually he swam the entire length of the Amazon River. Uh, there is this incredible documentary about his life. He's, he's been written up in numerous books. 
books, has his own books. He speaks to the UN as an ambassador for clean water. But here's the interesting thing. I mean, it's an interesting story in and of itself, but here's the interesting thing for us as it relates to pitfalls. When he swam the Amazon, he had a team of communication experts. He had writers, he had a film crew, he had a doctor, he had a photographer, he had a nutritionist. And all of these people were part of this incredible experience. And none of them needed to be in the water swimming except for him. They added their genius to someone else's to create something special. So don't get hung up on, is your purpose big enough? Um, because one plus one is way more than two in situations like this. So just like the film example I was talking about earlier, find the place where your genius intersects with someone else's to create something really special. Uh, number two, in terms of purpose pitfalls, this is a huge one and something that I can talk about in depth from personal experience unsupportive money beliefs. So the world is going to want to reward you for your genius. And like I mentioned earlier, I believe everyone has a genius. Everybody has something special to offer. And if you can't accept that they are going to reward you for your genius, you are going to end up sabotaging your own success. And like I said, I say this from personal experience. I was raised with this absolutely unsupportive belief system that said if someone had a lot of money, they must have ripped someone off at some point. And they could still be nice people, right? But at some point, they must have ripped somebody off. And what ended up happening is the more value I added in life, the more people wanted to say thank you. And they would do that by buying my creations. And the more that happened, the more uncomfortable I became. Because I had this totally erroneous belief that said having more money meant you must have ripped people off. And for me, integrity is a huge value. So I was existing in these two different realities and trying to make it work. And it doesn't work. And it was only when I really disconnected from this unsupportive money belief that my purpose just absolutely blossomed and I was able to go to where I've gone uh, with the books. And I will tell you as a way to disconnect these unsupportive beliefs, all it takes is a single data point to show you that the belief isn't true. And so when I realized I kept sabotaging my own success and my friends would say like, dude, why, why are you leaving this business? Why are you, you know, why are you suddenly sabotaging this? And I didn't know. And when I went deep and dove into that, I realized that I had this belief. And so I said, wait a minute, do I know of anyone out there who is doing incredible things for people, like really doing great stuff that also is incredibly wealthy? And I came up with two examples instantly. One was Oprah Winfrey, because I think she does some great, great stuff. And the other one was a, an author who has since passed a bit away named Wayne Dyer. And John, once I had those data points in my head of, of no, you can do it and do it right and like make a positive difference. I was able to change my belief system. And once I did that and embraced supportive money beliefs, listen, the whole game changed completely. Um, the third one I would say is not knowing and not holding true to your numbers. This also is like a really, really important one. If you say, I want to be a great dad and a successful entrepreneur, what does that mean? Is it that you make $100,000 in profit annually and you tuck your kid into bed 200 nights a year? Is it that you go on date night each week with the, someone special in your life or maybe you travel for two months a year and you have a million dollars in the bank? At the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, the choice is entirely ours in terms of what our numbers are. But knowing our numbers and picking ones that are aligned with our purpose is what lets us make decisions that produce the right results. And I'll tell you a very, very interesting example of that that was super profound. I remember one time I had this super long conversation with the chief of medicine uh, at one of the most prestigious hospitals in the U.S. And he had read the cafe on the edge of the world and he contacted me and asked me if we could talk. And 
he shared something so profound. He said, I got into medicine to help people and I loved being a doctor, but all I do now is paperwork and make like managerial decisions. And so I asked him, well, why, you know, why did you take this role as chief of medicine? And he said, well, they paid me a ton of money. And so I asked him what he was going to, you know, what he was doing with the money. And he said something so sad, John, he said, what I do with the money, I have a house I'm never at with a five car garage that holds cars that I never have time to drive. Uh. Yeah. And so he and I talked for a long time about his purpose and what his answer was to that question that we talked about earlier. Why am I here? And a few months later, he calls me back up and he says, I just wanted to say thanks. And he had gone back to being a doctor. He took a 50% pay cut. He was seeing patients every day and he was 10 times happier because he was living his purpose. And so know your numbers. Uh, and I'll give you one final thought about staying true to your numbers because I've seen this time and time again. If you say, I want to make a million dollars so I can provide for my family, and that means I'm going to coach Little League, and we're going to take four weeks of family vacation, and we're going to do reading with bedtime stories every night. When that happens, when you get the million dollars, make sure you spend your time doing those other things because there is a cosmic algorithm to the universe. And once it helps you get all of that that you're asking for, if you just end up working all day and you don't coach the little league and you don't read the stories at night and you don't go on those vacations, a day of reckoning will come. And I don't think it's because the algorithm is mean. I just think that as a person, we have to be a person of our word. And if we aren't, the universe helps us learn that life lesson. And it may not be in a way that you really like the way it's taught. Fire Nation, you needed to hear these words that John just shared. And you also know somebody or somebody's that need to hear these words. So please make sure that they do it because man, snap your fingers. Those 28,000 plus days that John's talking about, they're gone. And are you going to be at day 28,900 with regret or with happiness because you've actually taken control of these things that John just talked about? So John, let's end with a bang. Who are your who's? Yeah, this is one of the single greatest factors in whether someone lives an extraordinary life or not. Um, I talked about it in a book I wrote called The Big Five for Life. It's something that is quoted back to me a lot when I'm out there. So often we say, well, I know where I'm at and I know where I want to go. And the very next thought that pops up is, well, how do I get there? But here's the thing. Uh, the question isn't how. And unfortunately, this is not something that we're taught in school. It's not something that is taught in sort of our everyday uh, environment. We don't see it modeled, although I know that you are a huge fan of what I'm about to say, John, because I hear you reference it in your podcast all the time. So the question is not how, it's who. I guarantee you that whatever you want to do, see your experience in your life uh, during your 28,900 days, someone at some point in the history of the planet has already done, seen, or experienced it. And if you learn what that person or the group of people are and you imitate it, you will accelerate your progress in ways you can't imagine. Um, I, I remember I met a young kid one time, he was a college kid and he, he said, I you know, we were talking about life and talking about his purpose and what he wanted to do. And he said, well, I really want to be a voiceover guy, like in the movies, you know, how they did the voiceover work. And, and I said, okay, so who are the three voice talents you most admire and what were their paths to becoming successful? He had no idea. He was completely stuck on the, well, I don't know how to do that. But if you embrace this concept of who, and John, the, the phrase that you use a lot, you know, that you, you become the average of the five people you hang around, Every episode. this is it, right? So no matter what you feel your life purpose is in the direction you want it to go, 
find the who's who are already doing, seeing and experiencing what you want to learn everything you can about them. Thank God for the technology we have at our disposal right now, because you can learn absolutely a ton in just seconds through the power of Google and YouTube and documentaries on Netflix and then imitate it. At some point, you can start freelancing on your own. But if you start with the process of imitating someone who is already successful, you will launch yourself in the direction you want to go. Value bombs dropped, Fire Nation. This is a re-listener, and I hope you do just that. So, John, before we say goodbye, what is the one thing that you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from all of these value bombs you dropped today? And then how can we connect with you? Any call to action you have? And then we'll say goodbye. You know, the way I see it, John, there's two possibilities for the way life works. Uh, Number one is your parents had sex. Nine months later, you arrived. You get your 28,900 days or so, and then you die. And this is it. There's nothing before. There's nothing after. And if that's true, then you might as well live an extraordinary life because this is all there is. Uh, The second possibility is you're something before you're born, a spirit, an energy, a soul. And you'll be something after you die also, that this human experience is a stopping point along the way. It's a chance for your soul uh, or your spirit to experience life as a human, and maybe for the only time in your story, in which case you might as well live an extraordinary life. And I encourage you to do it sooner than later, because you know if, you want to, if your dream is to swim the Great Barrier Reef, go swim the Great Barrier Reef. If you want to build your business, create an awesome company with a great culture, then find some who's and imitate it and build it. You want to spend more time with your kids because that's the kind of dad you want to be or your mom you want to be, then do it. Um, we talked about numbers before. Here's one that's pretty important and rarely mentioned. About one in five men never makes it to 65. So if that whole save your whole life and then retire and then live life you want thing turns out to be like the way the path someone is following, that is a disaster for about 20% of guys because they never actually get there. And I will tell you as someone who is just past 50, that as good a shape as I stay in, um, as healthy as I eat, 50 is not the same as 30 or 40. And my guess is it's not going to get easier into 60 or 70. (laughs) So you want to do these things as soon as possible. Uh, and the other reason is because, you know, the second great adventure can only happen after the first great adventure. And so you want to start sooner rather than later. I, I think if you do it that way, then when you look back at the very end, you've got a whole existence filled with the kind of adventures you always dreamed of. And I think if you do that, you've won the game of life. What do you got first, John? How can we connect with you? Any call to action you have? Break it down. Uh, yeah, you can find me on all social media platforms at John Strelecki, and I would love to interact with you. I post a lot of inspirational content, quotes and other things. So if what you've heard today connects with you and you say, I would like to stay connected to that kind of energy, then definitely follow me on Instagram, connect with me on other social media platforms. And my call to action would be, you know, this is going to go broadcast right before the end of the year. The start of a year is a great time to be thinking about these questions. And so whether it's through the cafe on the edge of the world or some other book, give yourself the gift of taking a few minutes and really reflecting on the way that you want to spend your life and make that your reality. Fire Nation, so many things to be thinking about. I mean, go swim that barrier reef if that is your dream. Swim the Amazon. All I can think about is how many times was that guy thinking about the movie Anaconda while he was swimming the Amazon River? (laughs) It would be the only thing that I'd be thinking about, but he made it. He rocked it. And Fire Nation, you are the average 
of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JS and JLD today, so keep up that heat. Head over to eofire.com, type John, J-O-H-N, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything we've talked about today. Links to everything that he's mentioned. Make sure to go follow him on the socials, wherever he's at. And John, thank you for sharing your knowledge, your truth, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by John and Fire Nation. My first traditionally published book is hitting the shelves March 23rd of 2021, and I am fired up about it to say the least. The title is The Common Path to Uncommon Success, your roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. So pre-orders are everything. And if I've given you value over the years, it would mean the world if you would head over to my pre-order page and lock in your copy or copies. If you pre-order, I have some sweet bonuses and extras for you and your loved ones. Simply head over to UncommonSuccessBook.com, UncommonSuccessBook.com book.com and check out all the awesomeness and I'll catch you there fire nation or I'll catch you on the flip side ready to launch and sell your online course then you need to tune in for amplify 2021 with thinkific this free jam-packed event produced by our friends at thinkific will bring together 20 plus international course creation experts to share their behind the scenes tips and strategies to get you on the fast track to launching a course that will sell visit thinkific.com slash amplify to RSVP today. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash amplify. We're all looking for new ways to stay active from home these days, and Fight Camp can help. Fight Camp brings the boxing gym right to your home with a mix of cardio and conditioning for a full body workout. Visit joinfightcamp.com slash fire to get free shipping on your new gym today. That's joinfightcamp.com slash fire.